Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt. Sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Now, here's Jeff Hunt. Howdy, friends. Welcome to a very special edition of the Frontier Freedom Hour. We have CCU students joining us in studio. Great to have you with us. And excited to talk to them about their experience at CCU. I think it's going to inspire some confidence that the next generation is not made up entirely of radical leftists wishing they could move to Cuba to celebrate uh, all the free health care they have down there. Friends, if you're listening to us for the first time, welcome. My name is Jeff Hunt. I'm the chief wagon boss of this operation. Running the board for us is Michael Geronimo Arpaio, doing a great job, and Jamie Erker, communications director, the mighty one. We cover issues facing the Western United States from a Christian conservative perspective. We are thankful we are not getting all the government we are paying for. All right, so in studio, let's just jump right into it. Hannah Harrison, freshman at Colorado Christian University, and Mariah Hart, a senior graduate, just oh, a, yeah. a few weeks away. Oh, yeah. She's going to walk across that stage. I have a very important job on the stage, typically. My job is to make sure that those students don't fall off the stage. So I say congratulations. Please watch your step. Um, (laughs) Years of training. I've done that now for about seven years at CCU uh, because you do get the person that's very excited every once in a while and is waving, 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 and walking, walking, waving, walking, (laughs) and walks right off. So I have probably protected uh, many young people from hurting themselves accidentally and embarrassing themselves in front of all those people. <laughs> but um, let's dive in. I'm going to start first with Mariah. Yeah. Uh, you have an interesting story because you came to CCU and you weren't necessarily on board with the, all the conservative values. So let's dive right in. Give us your background a little bit. Yeah, I think that's probably quite a bit of an understatement, actually. Um, I would have identified as a liberal, uh, probably a raging liberal. I can use that term here. Hillary Clinton bumper stickers. Oh, yeah. yeah. I told my mom in 2016 if I was old enough to vote, I would be voting for Hillary Clinton, and she left crying. Um, (laughs) What did I do wrong? That was exactly what it was. Um, And that was not for lack of my parents trying. I mean, I always joke that we grew up with a portrait of Ronald Reagan right next to Jesus in our home um, in his proper place. Yeah. And so I really was swayed by social media and the culture that I was in. I mean, I went to a private Christian school that was very conservative as well. So it really was social media and influencers and celebrities that really got my attention and swayed my opinion. Taylor Swift, T-Swift had influence? I, I mean, I wouldn't have pointed to her. I think that was before she got super vocal. But yes, people like that, yeah. definitely. Yeah, it has an impact. It does. So why did you end up at CCU? <laughs> the Lord. Because we're like, we're like <laughs> literally the number five most conservative school in America. Yeah, well, and I knew that because I grew up around here. I'm from yeah. Colorado. Um, and so CCU was not even on the list, not even the bottom of the list. Um, but I, the Lord really showed up in my spiritual life, and mm. I've never been more sure of a decision that I've ever made, then that CCU was where I was supposed to be. And it was against everything that, everything else that was going on in my life at the time. Um, So it really was the Lord intervening and pushing me to be in a certain place. 
And so were you happy to be at CCU or were you kind of like, I don't know why I'm here. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I thought that I was going to come to CCU and I was going to not have confirmation bias. I was going to go through the politics program. I thought I was going to learn all the arguments and be able to push back against them. But I loved the community. I loved being close to the mountains. I loved everything about CCU except for the conservative part, <laughs> which is a big part, especially as a politics major. Like there was right. no getting around that. So looking back on it, it doesn't make a ton of sense. Well, and at CCU, all the faculty are required to commit to the strategic priorities. And so it's listed there Mm -hmm. that we are committed to the traditional family values, sanctity of life, compassion for the poor, biblical view of human nature, limited government, personal freedom, free markets, natural law, original intent of the Constitution. (gasps) And Western civilization. It's all there, right? Yeah. And it's and so and professors are required to sign on to that. So you're not gonna get a lefty woke professor in no. there. And so you're you're like, okay, I'll just put up with it, but I, I like to ski on Fridays. So no. you know I'm, yes. <laughs> which by the way, CC doesn't have classes on Fridays, so that draws a lot of students. Um, so you show up, you have a great experience. So what happens in your life that starts to turn and change things? A lot of it was the small class size and professors being willing to have discussions with me. Mm -hmm. So specifically, Dr. Tom Copeland, uh, he was the one who had convinced me to come to CCU in the first place. I sat down with him in a meeting when I was touring the school and said, can you get me to the White House? And he said, yes. And I said, "Okay, I'm on board. (laughs) Um, And by the way, that's not a promise we make, (laughs) but we can at least get you a tour. Yes. Well, and it was this like you can get me to Washington, D.C. and these internships these opportunities and he said yeah I can I can help you get there and that's what I really wanted and he was really willing I mean I sat in his office for I don't even know how many hours talking through these issues specifically the life issue and really diving into many of the lies that I had believed and walking through it with logic and fact which I did not think was a part of the conservative movement (laughs) and really relearning policy issues and looking at them from honestly an unbiased standpoint and then being allowed to come to the conservative solutions on my own. That's great. So it was that personal investment, that time, walking through these. You guys aren't just exchanging memes on social media, right? Yeah. That's great. And so you have a a politics degree. You've spent some time in D.C. You have have. internships, right? What are those? I worked at Family Research Council this last fall, decided to take a semester off of school to do so, and really got to see where the rubber meets the road with those conservative family values and through that experience learned that's where I want to be long term so So what is family research council help people understand what that yeah family research council is a large nonprofit organization in Washington DC that specifically works in the policy areas of traditional family values so marriage gender education and the life issue are and religious freedom are some of the big ones that they deal with so for those familiar with centennial institute think about that but on a larger more federal scale that's great and what was your job what was your internship that to do i there? was the development intern so i <laughs> got to talk with all of the amazing donors and do a lot of marketing and communications which is my second degree at ccu i'm politics and strategic communication so i got to get put those both of those to use in D.C. and get to know a lot of really awesome people all across the nation who are very passionate about the issues that you deal with on the show and really want to uh, see those furthered in our government. 
it's a great experience to be a young person in D.C. I try to encourage a lot of folks to do that because, you know, you're around the centers of power for the federal government and you get to see how things go. You kind of get to pull the curtain away and see mm-hmm. how things operate there. And I often joke that D.C. is kind of a city run by 25-year-olds. Oh, yeah. Right? Because you're, y'all are the ones that have the energy to, yeah. to work the 80 hours a week. Uh, the rest of us want to have families. Um, and so get away from the craziness. But that you, you actually get these skill sets. I mean, mm-hmm. you now have a skill set to be able to fundraise. You have a skill set to be able to work on policy issues. That translates into 50 state capitals. Absolutely. A big federal government, even international types of organizations that you got because of your time at CCU, but also because of your time in Washington, D.C. So theoretical and practical, right? Absolutely. And I would say that that time was also really encouraging for me because I lived with a bunch of other conservative interns. And so when coming back, I always loved to use my experience in D.C. as an encouragement to people to say there are tons of young people who are very passionate about this, who believe in traditional family values, who are there because of their faith, who want to do the hard work and be involved in those centers of government. And I think from afar, D.C. can feel really dark at times, and there's definitely an element of that. But there are people there who love the Lord and love the things that we are passionate about and want to see those furthered and want to see our government start to go a different direction. And that was really encouraging to me while I was there. Well, what I think it's everyone my age and older, I'm in my 40s now, 50s, 60s are most of our donors and supporters. Uh, They're heartbroken about the direction of this country. They feel like we've got essentially Marxists running our governments. And they don't know what the future is going to hold. And what we've kind of stepped into is this idea that you need to actually create the next generation of leaders. You need to inspire them. You need to train them. We can't just hope that they're going to show up, right? And I think we relied on that for a long period of time in our culture that, oh, somebody will kind of step into this, oh, they'll run for school board or they'll uh, run for office and they just kind of magically appear out of nowhere. But uh, we've been very specific about this at Colorado Christian University. And this was started by Bill Armstrong, who would walk around the campus of CCU saying, at some point, I think the next president President of the United States is going to come from Colorado Christian University. I think the next Clarence Thomas, Margaret Thatcher, you know, the great leaders of that our culture needs at this point, the Rick Santorums, the, you know, those types of folks are going to come from CCU, but we got to be explicit about it. We got to be specific about it. We got to almost be like a West Point. You know, they're training leaders to win wars on behalf of the country. We need as Christians to train Christian conservative statesmen and stateswomen to go win on these policy issues in our culture. And they need to have the the theoretical foundation and the practical experience to be able to go out there and do that. Friends, you're listening to the Frontier Freedom Radio Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. When we come back, we're going to continue this conversation with another student, Hannah Harrison from Texas. She's one of them Texans that came up here to Colorado. I'm proud of it. And, and skis in the <laughs> jeans and starter jackets. But we will continue this conversation when we come back. Uh, friends, it's great to be with you on this special edition of the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. <laughs> 